All right, lights, cameras, and action. Back again. Back. There's that D beats again. Is this was that D beats? Is it D beats? T T T beats T beats or something? Yeah, no. Copyright. Who is this? Was this just a uh... royalty free music? Okay. Cho Chosick.com. Shout out. Put it in the description. Yeah, they're actually quite good. They update quite often, but you have to filter through quite a lot to find decent music on it. When did you find this one today? No, I found it quite a while ago. Just googling royalty free music, and I've used a few of their uh, tracks actually. It's just, I guess, it's like a royalty free um, SoundCloud sort of vibe where users just upload their music to it to get. Yeah, so it'll I don't get think copyrighted. Yeah, I think SoundCloud stuff will be copyrighted, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe some of it, some, it's a bit risky, I think. Mm. What happens if you get copyrighted? Is it just, you get demonetized? Yeah. So you get, um, copyright claims. I think this is right. Obviously we're new to YouTube. You get copyright claims and then you get strikes. So we've only had one copyright claim, but that's not a strike. And I think it's three strikes and you're off YouTube. All right. So would you get a strike for copyright? Because a little later, they, they always seem to be getting copyright at the moment. I think copyright, if it's just music or stuff like that, then it just demonetizes it. Oh, okay. I don't know really what you would get a strike for actually on YouTube. Mm, maybe it's for profanity. Like, I know a lot of people got strikes when COVID was a non-talking point. And people saying controversial stuff about COVID, people getting strikes then. But yeah. I'm not sure. These days, maybe hate speech, probably get a strike. Things things along that line. Well, you can still get copyright strikes. I guess it the, the algorithm might determine the way you're using it. I don't think mm. we used it in a too bad of a way. Yeah, I guess if you like put a full Premier League football match on yeah. or a full boxing fight, you're going to get a copyright strike against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a full movie or something. But then you get them YouTube pages which just put up like scenes of movies. Yeah. And they've got millions of subscribers and that's just what their whole mm. YouTube channel is based on. Wonder how are there adverts on those channels? Um, I don't know. I never really watch them because they're just scenes, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes it's good to actually just watch a scene. I watched because uh, Joe Rogan always says he watched that John Wick scene when he's in the uh, bathhouse. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that on when I was because uh, he he says he watched it whilst he's doing cardio. Yeah. So I tried it on the uh, stairmaster. <laughs> Did it help? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. It just takes your mind off it and then you're like focused on some 
some aggressive action 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 scene. All oh, right, I'll give it a go when I'm on the treadmill because I was watching Big Bang Theory on the treadmill. All right. I just don't think it hit the spot the same way. <laughs> but I uh, talk about movies. Seeing as you like to update us on your movies, have you seen uh, Blow? I watched that on the weekend. Blow is that with Johnny Depp in it? Yeah, with Johnny Depp. I've not I've not watched it. I saw it on um on net it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. it on Netflix, but I didn't watch it. He becomes a drug drug trafficker for Pablo Escobar. Oh yeah. It's a good it's, movie, like it's not an amazing movie, but it's good. Like just because of what it's about. And it's Johnny Depp, obviously. Cocaine and action. Yeah. Oh I'm Johnny Depp, it, yeah. Actually. I'll write that down to watch it. Started. Yeah, I'd recommend watching it. Uh, it's, it's not like the best film I've ever seen, but it's definitely. Is it an old school film? Nineteen? Oh, two thousand one. Two thousand, yeah, two thousand one. Have you watched a lot of Johnny Depp films? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going. Like really good movie. He's, he's not, not going back to be Jack Sparrow, is he? No, I don't know. It, it won't be the same without him. He's yeah. Kind of can't replace. Jack Sparrow was like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's yeah. the only reason people would watch it. Some people are saying that he never left character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You can kind of see it with the videos that are emerging with the with the court case that's going on. You can see that he's still in kind of a Jack Sparrow character. Yeah. I don't think we spoke about the court case. What did you think of it? Um, I find it really strange how it's getting... I. At first, I was for it. Like these sort of things need to be spoken out. If it was either way, a man um, assaulting a woman or a woman assaulting a man. Um, but then, after maybe a week of it just being all over the place, still, I'm kind of confused on why it's getting so much publicity. It's it's a bit. Yeah. It's, it's, I've I've seen like little snippets of it. Emma's Emma watches it more than me. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like this stuff. It's stuff that should just be dealt with privately, in my opinion. Like, why do you air in the dirty laundry in front of mm. millions of people? And it's getting, like, so many views. Yeah, it's there's like that it's, channel, isn't there, that airs it 24-7? Yeah, on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. They've got quite a few subscribers now. But what um, got me thinking about was... Um, the fact that this is getting so much publicity got me thinking, why is celebrity such a big part of like society's life? It doesn't, we, I, I, well, that's just me who doesn't care, but I see it with people I know that they, even for example, with Justin Bieber, when he was sort of like coming up and all of the uh, girls just loved him. I absolutely loved him. They fell in love with this guy. They would have done yeah. it's just a bit crazy that um they're not perceived as people they're perceived as a superior race yeah and i guess this court case has shown that people that celebrities are just like normal people like they go through shit and if anything they go through harder shit than what we go through because like they always say like johnny depp was a young like he was young when he was acting like when he first started acting, they always say child actors like they struggle to uh, like move into adulthood properly. Mm. Yeah, well, look at that uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, he's one uh, Lindsay Lohan. 
Like, was she a Disney? Lin- Lindsay Lohan? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Disney are fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, was it? Yeah, was it? Slub, like this, I don't know, because the Ukraine war happened, and then a couple of weeks later, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, and then the Ukraine war gets forgetting about, and everyone's talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And then, I felt like that didn't last long enough, and now they've come out with the Johnny Depp case. Yeah, now the Johnny Depp stuff's come out, and that seems to be like the biggest thing at the moment. It's to, well, it's to push us um, into this distraction, basically. That's what celebrities are, aren't they? Just a big distraction. Yeah. Um, but the people get so obsessed with it that. There's just nothing else apart from in their lives, apart from the distraction of entertainment, which I get. It's just been built that way. But I don't know. I feel like I've got quite a good balance of detaching myself from such like distractions, basically. Just finding the balance. Yeah, it is. It is a distraction. It's like it's an escapism, isn't it? Like to. Mm. That's why reality TV is so popular because people want to see how other people are living and they don't want to like think about how they're living themselves. Yeah. They'd rather watch how other people are living, which I get like it's fine. Escapism's fine. Like everyone does it. I like to watch a. Did it crash then? Yeah. Yeah. I'm back. All right, would it have picked my video up? Uh, I don't know. All right. So what I was saying anyway, um, I get why people want escapism. I think escapism like, is needed in life. Like my way of escaping is watching a good movie or going to the gym. And it sort of just gives you that time where when I'm watching a movie, like you're not thinking about anything else. You're just engrossed in the movie, enjoying the movie, being present. And just enjoying it. Um, same with the gym, like you're just focused on pushing out those reps. And then when you're on your break, like rest time, you're just breathing, thinking about the next set. You're not thinking about work. You're not thinking about anything it's else. A form of meditation, just, I find the gym. Yeah, definitely. It's just that time away from everything, just to focus on something that you want to do. Mm. But if your escapism sort of what I find is a lot of people just want to escape all the time. Yeah. And they get addicted to it. Yeah. And it's like, you could say TV isn't the most unhealthy way to escape because there's 10 times worse ways people escape. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say it's probably the best. I think people need to start. Well, it's people's choices. It's not who am I to say what people need to do, but, uh, Personally, like I like to think about where my life is and think about what I'm doing and try and work on it mm. rather than running away from it and trying to escape where my life's at at the moment. Yeah. And then just what, just using your time a little bit differently. But like, yeah. when, like you've said there, um, with TV not being the worst place for escapism i mean it's not as bad as obviously if you was to take 
highly addictive drugs, which are detrimental to your health. But then you kind of can relate TV to being a drug that's detrimental to your health because a lot of TV that's out there, or oh, it's it is harmful for your health. Um, mm. It feeds for your, your mental mind. health, definitely. Yeah. Whereas drugs are bad for your body, some TV is bad for your mind. Well, I think drugs are bad for your body and your mental health. Yeah. So that's why I like. I'd say someone who's addicted to reality TV is it's easier to for them to fix their addiction than somebody who's addicted to heroin. Yeah. But again, I think being addicted to reality TV is sort of social accepted addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's pushed on though by the media. They want us to submerge ourselves in reality TV. Yeah. I feel like reality TV as well is like the modern day soaps. Do you know, like you've got EastEnders and Korean. Yeah. yeah. I, no one like in our generation really watches soaps. Does Emma uh, not watch a fair share of? She used to, she doesn't anymore. <laughs> she watches uh, like, she watches a bit of Towie. It's crap like that, Love Island. Mm. Everyone watches that though, I think. I remember when I first ever came across iPlayer, BBC iPlayer, I just started watching EastEnders and I right. went through a massive backlog of EastEnders episodes, <laughs> but I was watching them backwards. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just, just, I was just getting into streaming and just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got this here. We were talking earlier about Disney. Um, I've just pulled this up. Let me find this. Can you see this? Yeah. So Disney Plus's new series is about child drag queens. Okay. So they are pushing children um, into, well, I don't know if you say underage drag queens, but um, it's, I don't know if, I. you can't, it's hard to say whether it's good or bad, but it definitely gives you a weird feeling. Um, yeah. The thing is, like, from what I know of drag queens, it's a bit like, like, there's that show, isn't there, in Blackpool? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I know which one you mean, though. Emma went to go and watch it with her mum and grandma. Um, really? Yeah. But I think it's a bit like, it's supposed to be like, funny yeah, funny girls. It's supposed to be a, like, comical, but they're acting like provocative women. Yeah. But you know the men. It's sexually comical. It's, it's using sex in a funny, something sexual in a funny way. Yeah, that's why I find it strange that they've sort of, they're releasing a show with children doing it. What's kind of, I don't know if it's because it's, oh, sorry, it's Discovery Plus, but that's part of Disney, right? Is it? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Oh, no, maybe it's not. I think Warner this Bros. Warner Brothers. Right, I, I read it originally as Disney, not Discovery. So then I got weirded out because I know how I've been looking at some icebergs of um, Disney mm. and I, I 
<laughs> yeah, so I think I think it's a bit a bit strange, personally, but. She's got a ban teachers in state from teaching sexual. Yeah, oh, I've heard we about heard it. about this. Yeah. Um, even Florida, they took away Disney's tax benefits because mm. they were trying to get involved with, um, well, going against the state on on that uh, bill. Even it's called Generation Drug. I don't. Yeah, I just think it's a bit. I don't know what the word is for it. That the feeling I get from it is just there's something. Yeah, it just feels like, because they they're under eighteen. It just feels weird. And they are exactly like eight to eighteen. Eight to eighteen, like who wants to see an eight year old dressed up in drag? It makes you feel a bit like in my stomach. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're trying to normalize something which. Like you said, yeah. it's provocative stuff, so, but then, I don't know. But the thing is, if you fucking say anything, then it's like, well, why can't they dress in the other, in the other yeah. gender? It's not just the other gender, like, being a drag queen is, I perceive that as something different. It's not like they're just dressing up in a normal like dress or whatever but the dress well, is like different for example if you was to if you as a child was to go to um a halloween party and dress up like mary poppins or if a, a female was to dress up as um incredible hulk or a male character that's okay because it's not provocative yeah but to dress up like drag queens where it's yeah, it's sexual. It's like a sexual banter. Mm. Yeah, it just uh, it doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> I'm not sure what other people's views are, but you can uh, let us know in the comments. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna smash up the first article. That was just a tangent, but this is something cool. So, the future of electric vehicles is this 44-year-old pickup truck. So there's quite a story to this, or there's quite an explanation even. So driving vintage vehicles in an all-electric future. First of all, I'm just going to show you the, the car. It is an original, um, is it, what is it, 1978 Ford F100. Um, so I'll just show you through the photos because it does look cool. It looks cool. It's original, um, but obviously electric. It's got a frunk. A frunk. <laughs> the inside is, oh, this is yeah. a better image of the inside here. Yeah. So it's had yeah, a- So they modernized the inside. Enhancements have been made, yeah. Um, and Ford made this. Mm. Oh, Ford made it. Ford made it, but you can't buy it. They just made it as a demonstration. And this is what is, uh, I find exciting. And Tesla don't do this. Tesla's really weird when it comes to their, cars you can't do what what ford have done here so what they've done is they've created this ford f100 illuminator pickup truck um and then basically converted it to an electric car and what they've put in is the 2021 ford mustang 
um, motor, electric motor yeah. inside it. Um, but so it, as you know, with sort of cars nowadays, you can go and pick up a new engine for it. What like Toyota would sell their high performance engines or unique or specific engines. Um, so will Nissan, they'll sell like their same engines that they put in the GTRs. You can go yeah. and just buy them from their website as a, as a part. Ford are selling these motors as parts. So you can go and pick one up. I think it costs like 3,900, I think it was. Uh, okay, so you can uh, turn any car into an electric car. Yeah, so even your car sat in the drive, if it's petrol or diesel, you can buy one of these. Take it to a specialist if you don't want to do it yourself or if you are an enthusiast and you want to do it yourself. You can just convert your own car into an electric car. Mm. So I, I think it's a fucking, it's, well, it's obviously now I've read about it, it's destined to happen. Um, yeah, it seems like a good idea, especially for uh, classic car collectors who want to still be able to drive the cars on roads when petrol and diesel does get eventually get uh get banned yeah but, um, definitely i think a bit of the argument here is some of those enthusiasts would say you're taking the soul out of the car and you're replacing it with an electric engine uh yeah you could say that but then this thing goes to like back in what is it like three seconds not to 60 or something less than three seconds yeah but some people don't just drive yeah. the car at speed they drive it because they want that that motor. feel of driving a motor like changing the gear without power like no power steering like they want to drive the car properly how it's supposed to be driven so i think once electric car once petrol and diesel does get banned those people will only be able to drive those cars on on tracks yeah which I think they'll be probably be a bit upset about because it's nice like driving through the countryside. Yeah. The track. Cruising. Yeah. Especially if the car's not really a performance car, you're yeah, not gonna track. You don't take it around the track. Around the track, yeah. Um but to be fair, this is just the beginning, so I know it's never gonna be the same as a combustion combustion engine. But the, Imagine in like 10 years time, this is the start. You could probably replicate an electric version of, for example, the 911s. I know Joe Rogan talks about them all the time. He loves manual 911. Yeah. I suppose you'll be able to emulate exactly that drive style, but with electric. But you'll yeah. just feel artificial in the back of your head, I guess. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just feel artificial in the back of your head. But it's just the way things going like it's going electric so it's like people used to go around on horse and carriages but I bet you people used to like going around on the horse and carriage but that's been soon phased out when was the last time you saw people on a horse and carriage unless you're in yeah. what did I hear the other day um back in the day oh yeah that's what it was so when cars first came around um all the poor people or low income people, people with less money had horses. Modern day, only the rich people have horses. So like today, only mm. the rich have horses. Ah, uh, yeah. So it was a flip. 
that will happen. That could happen with uh, EVs. EVs. Yeah. Well, it probably will happen with EVs because it's probably yeah on the way there anyway. Only the collectors will keep hold of their cars. All the other cars, like mass-produced ones, will just. I don't know what will happen to them. Yeah, it'll probably. You, there'll be a way to spend that much money that you can own and drive a petrol or diesel powered car. Yeah, I reckon some. I reckon you'll still be able to drive them on the road. But it'll be extortionate. Cost an arm and a leg. Yeah. Because there's a price on everything. Yeah, they'll just tax like the the road tax will just be insane. Insurance probably be insane. Um, the cost of petrol. I don't know if no one's buying petrol, will the cost of petrol go down? Oh yeah. But they might tax the hell out of the petrol as well. They already are taxing hell out of it, to be fair. But and the petrol goes off quite fast as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm sure there's ways, like, proper ways you can store it. But this got me thinking that if they're just selling these crate engines, I think they're called crate motors, where you just sell the engine, then car companies. For example, like you've got some car companies that use engines from other car companies. You might get Seat, for example, or Mercedes buy their crate engines from Ford and then just stick them all in their new cars. But then what you can also get is like used car salespeople who have like shed loads of used cars go to Ford and get all these crate engines and put them all into their used cars. Yeah. So then there's just all the used car markets just going to end up being all these probably, older cars or just standard cars, but with these crate engines and these are easy. It's a good way to, uh, like, cause I was just thinking when I said a lot of these petrol cars, especially the mass produced ones would just go like fall by the wayside, but where are they going to go? So it's a good way to like, so it's upgrading the cars to EV cars without all the waste. Mm. It makes sense, right? I would yeah. have thought it though that this was the way to go, but it, it makes complete sense. Yeah, definitely. So um, it's four is it four grand, did you say? Yeah, I'm just having a look now, trying to get the price. But I, but I guess as that becomes more and more popular, the price should fall. Hmm. I was quite surprised with four grand in general though. I didn't think that was yeah, but you got to think four grand just for the motor and then for them to take your old engine out and do everything. It's going to cost, yeah. a, cost a few bob to do that. But I would love to have an electric BMW E30. Yeah, like, it would be cool to have those kind of cars. And the thing is, like these older cars as well, them... Obviously, a lot of them would have been high, high mileage or whatever now, but it doesn't really matter because you're getting an electric motor put in. Yeah. It's just completely... All the other stuff is just wear and tear things anyway. Brakes, suspension, tyres. That will probably end up going up in price shitloads. Yeah. So, well, yeah. for the older cars, yeah, maybe. Fast car entertainment, do you remember this? <laughs> He's on a Tesla powered BMW E30. So that's just what it would be. It'd just be this car. Yeah. But it doesn't look as bad idea. 
<laughs> it's pretty cool, that. So I wonder, yeah, the interior is just the same then. Yeah. That's the thing, I'd probably want to keep the interior the same. Yeah. But then I don't know if you would want, like with what we looked at with the... Yeah, but then you want you want the screen as well, though, don't you? Screen, yeah. Hey, it's kind of. Uh, I think it's going to end up yeah being bigger than we. Um, yeah. Like I think we're still at the early stages of uh, the EV like changeover, so we'll probably see more and more of this stuff coming up in the next three to five years. Hmm. Right, should we roll on to the next? Yeah. I'm going to go with this because I'm actually interested in what the fuck's going on here. All right, so, yeah. So Elon's been threatened by the uh, Russian space agency uh, for sending Starlink operate, uh, equipment to Ukraine. So obviously they can access the internet after they've taken out, after Russia have taken out all their communication um infrastructure mm. so yeah <laughs> elon tweeted if you scroll down you can go to the tweet elon tweeted if i die under mysterious circumstances <laughs> it's nice knowing you <laughs> the way you put knowing you as well like. <laughs> but yeah uh i just thought i'd bring this in we talk about elon quite a bit i thought it was quite interesting that he's been been threatened. They, they basically just said um, there's going to be consequences. Uh, is there a translation of the... Uh... Oh, so yeah, he's supplying Stalin dishes to Ukraine, Ukrainian military. So he's yeah. basically supporting, obviously, the defense, but he's in some ways funding their military. Yeah, funding a military operation. Um, mm. obviously the Russians are being led to believe that Ukraine military are Nazis so um, oh right okay yeah so uh, the Russian space agency referred to them as Nazis in the uh, in the threat well that's how they're making the Russian population perceive the situation right yeah but he's been threatened but like germany uk us governments are providing ukraine with actual weapons yeah that are killing russian people so i'm not sure if it was a death threat from the space agency or maybe they're planning something to take out his satellites. But if the if the war moves into space, then that's That's some shit you see in a film. Yeah, that's that'll be insane. I think it'd be the first war to ever to ever move into uh just space. space. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna aim missiles at these satellites, then I guess that's there's 10,000 Starlink dishes which are orbiting the planet. 
been deploying areas, the dishes and areas hit hardest by the Russian invasion, including hospitals and military operations. I guess what you're saying there with um, like the government's funding artillery or weapons or defence, mm. I think that's a bit... I don't know if it... Well, obviously it's not different, but I think it's different in the sense that that's business that's been going on for a lot. That's a business of war. And what Elon's doing is, because he's not a government body, he's yeah, he's probably more powerful than the government at this moment in time. But he's sort of uh, flaunt. I guess they're seeing it as him flaunting his power without. He's not playing fair. He's not playing the the, the rules of war. Yeah, well, I guess as well, it's someone Russia can easily point the finger at and say, like. You shouldn't do this. Like, there's going to be consequences now. Whereas, if they did that to the US, the US might see it as a like they're trying to start a war with us now. Mm. Do you reckon they'll still see it as with Russia doing that to Elon? Do you think they'll still see that as fucking with the US? Mm. Not sure. I would have supposed so. It's it's, but then he's not he's not the US, is he? He's Elon. Yeah, he's Elon. He just does what like the US didn't ask him to do it. He just did it. Hmm. Because he could. Yeah, just because he can. Um, but I don't think it. I don't think the death threats. I think it's more. Uh, they'll try and take out Starlink. Yeah. 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 But it can escalate, though, can't it? Yeah, it could do, but I can't. I don't know what Elon, how Elon would retaliate to them taking out Starlink. I'm pretty sure he could round up an army just with a single tweet. Oh, mercenaries. <laughs> it probably just buy. <laughs> That'll be the next acquisition that he does. He'll buy some fucking security firm. <laughs> Just to send the message. <laughs> Elon Elon starts World War Three with his private security firm. <laughs> Do you know what? That was not even surprising. The way the way like, how weird everything's going. <laughs> Just Elon to be the guy that starts World War Three <laughs> or be involved in it. <laughs> he said he wanted to have a fight, didn't he, with Putin? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think would win? Uh, I don't know. I've seen Putin. Like, he rides bears, doesn't he? No, that's just a photoshopped picture. <laughs> yeah. He fought with bears or I think something. he's a black belt in judo, though. Oh, but he's old. Right. He is. How old? He's like eight, um, 60 odd, isn't he? 60, 70, I think. He is 69. 69. Way. Elon's what? 49. 50. Oh. He's 50. He's 50. 20 yeah. years. 20 years different. Putin's the type of guy to bring a gun to a knife fight, though. Bring a gun to a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, I'll have like a little gun in his sock. <laughs> Some James Bond gadgets. 
Hmm. Right, do you want the next one? Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go with this to begin with, I think. So this is Meta versus Vajo in NVIDIA. Um, basically, it's not really about Meta, this as much as it's about Vajo in the video, I wanted to show you what they're working on here. Because obviously we've been talking about Horizon Worlds. Yeah. Um, and I think we did mention it in the last episode that it doesn't look appetizing. It doesn't look real. You don't really get much of a real experience from it. Yeah, it looks, like a, it looks like a game. Yeah, this is the Unreal Engine um, being used I was waiting for something to come out on Unreal Engine. So I'll play it and then I'll tell you what the problem is they have with it. But it looks sick though, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Compared to this geezer. He's real. <laughs> but I I think it's absolutely crazy that this She looks a bit like a vegetable though. Yeah, well that's the problem that they've got, right? Is um so they're on about Meta's cartoonish effort, but what they've got going good is they've got emotion, but they can't get any emotion on these people. Like it's way too hard to get emotion. I guess yeah. it's too complex. The software is not there. I imagine it'll take so much processing power just to uh, have a little bit of emotion in the face. Mm. You know, the little changes of, of emotion. Because it's got to constantly keep happening as well, hasn't it? Yeah. For it to become real. On top of all the movement and it is close though, it's way better than uh Meta's. Yeah, I think they've done it with this style of hair because I think they find it difficult to do, do you know, hair that's if it's on a female that's long like this woman on the right here, her wig. Yeah. I think they find that hard to do and get the move I think again with the processing power, the movement mm -hmm. of hair. It's like on uh, Red Dead Redemption. The whole game looks beautiful. And then you look at the character's <laughs> hair and you just think. It just looks... Uh... Yeah, so what we've got... What it basically is, is you've got Varjo and NVIDIA um, who are competing with Meta. So it says these two companies aren't in competition. Varjo makes the best professional-grade VR headsets in the market. And NVIDIA basically uses this Omniverse tool set so it's sort of the software in a sense. Um, yeah. Trying to build the photorealistic experiences. Um, but they've both got cloud resources. Yeah. So. I think when uh, sort of quantum computing gets bigger, that's when we'll start seeing crazy developments in this, in this area. Yeah. But Meta don't seem to be doing anything for the development. They're just sort of using what's there now and trying to make money off the back of it. Yeah, but what I'm thinking is maybe Meta's plan is get people on it now using Meta, then just buy out one of these smaller yeah, companies. make the money off it now and then just buy maybe even NVIDIA. They'll have yeah. that money in... Because that's, that's essentially what they did with Facebook. They built Facebook, made money from it, bought Instagram, bought WhatsApp. Yeah. Like Instagram, I don't know if 
TikTok's obviously overtaking it now as the most popular social media, but Instagram was up there. And obviously they've seen a decline in Instagram now. That's why they've come out with Meta and they're trying to move into this new space. Mm. So I imagine what they'll do is they'll be first to the party, make all the money whilst they can, and then buy out a small company and then just keep upgrading it and upgrading it. Yeah, but they wouldn't even, in that stage, it wouldn't even be a small company they buy because Instagram wasn't small really when they bought them. Mm. Just sort of hit a small work company then. Yeah. So, most popular social media platforms 2022? Facebook's still number one. YouTube. Then WhatsApp is that much further below than Facebook? I thought WhatsApp would be more popular. Yeah, I thought WhatsApp would be leading, to be fair. What the f... Right. This is in Jan 2022. What was that one, then? Feb 22. That's fucking bollocks. Well, this is misleading information, now. This one looks a bit more legit. Instagram still above TikTok. I thought TikTok would have been higher. Oh, outside of China, though. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, China, you've got all, like, the Chinese social medias. TikTok's massive in China, isn't it? I think WeChat's the biggest in China. You have to do everything through WeChat, pay for stuff, all the taxis. It's just their hub for everything, yeah. right? Yeah, it says here. WeChat. There's some other stuff here as well. Must know. Okay, so it's top eight. Must know. WeChat is the one. WeChat's the one, yeah. I used to have WeChat when I lived there. I remember you talking about it when you lived over there. Everyone everyone uses it. Was it that developed when you was there? No, uh, you couldn't. You could pay for stuff on it, but no one really used it. It was all cash then, but it's become yeah. uh, cashless now, China. Well, I think there's still a bit of cash rolling around, but I'm not sure. Did you have this Weibo? Weibo. No, it was all in Chinese, this up, so I didn't really use it. But my Chinese friends did. That's the TikTok in China. Yeah, looks that way. Didn't know it was called something else. Oh yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. China's a bit, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's quite interesting, China, because they're just living a completely in a different world to... Yeah, it is like, a, that's why I chose to go there, because I just thought, where's one place in the world, except for North Korea, that's completely different to like the UK? <laughs> Should have gone North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a. I only do that tour. You can do tours, yeah. I'm not sure how like legit, like not how legit it is or how what you see when you go there. Oh, they're just acting, aren't they? It's... Yeah. Is it is that North Korea? Yeah. It's I kind of that movie, the interview when he goes. Yeah. That's what goes to the shop, uh, that food shop, and it's all plastic fruit. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with it though is someone was saying. Um... I was saying to someone that I want to go and do the tour and they were saying, why would you go over there and spend money 
and use the, the all this countries in slavery basically they're in like mm. a horrible horrible situation you're funding the regime by going there and yeah you're going to go and give that government money to yeah. at their expense basically mm. so i don't it's true but china are doing a lot at the moment um i'm finding the um what's it called a problem the censorship over there is getting like way out of hand yeah like the censorship always been pretty bad there mm. um what's worse is like american companies like disney sort of bowing down to china's one the thing is there's so much money in china to be made they love action movies so they love like fast and furious they love yeah. marvel films they love them so disney and i don't know who makes fast and furious that's a good question those it might be mgm if because all the fast and furious are on yeah i was just thinking uh, that, yeah. prime now um universal universal oh yeah, yeah it's universal yeah that makes um sense. So it's like Disney and Universal have these blockbuster movies that are making a lot of money in China. But if there's any scenes that the Chinese government don't want them to put in, like they'll just cut it out oh, and right. send it to China. And then, oh, they cut it out themselves, not the Chinese don't cut it out. Universal do it and then send Universal it cut it out and then give it to China to put in the cinemas. <laughs> so they must have like a criteria for these films that the people working in the government. So they get a film sent over to them and they watch it yeah criteria yeah and then it's like oh no we need to take this out but it's even uh what's it do you see john cena apologizing yeah we're uh, saying taiwan's a country yeah is that stuff like that i think in china's eyes it makes like the us look weak because they're just bowing down to whatever china say yeah 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 but i think some of that because there's so much money to be made in china some of their censorship's leaking out into like western culture which I think is a, it's a, it's a problem. It's inevitable that it's going to come into West with the West though, isn't it? Yeah. We've done our money being thrown around. Unless they go as strict as, um, North Korea of, which they won't because they need a connection with us, with the West. Yeah. Um, but it is confusing because they've got that, um, social credit now there, but they've had it for a while. Did they have it when you were there? No social credit system is fairly recent that's coming to play isn't it? yeah i'm not too sure like, i've been meaning to sort of read up on how it all works but i'm not sure if it's orchestrated through uh wechat i think it might be oh, oh really yeah so who owns wechat then is that a government uh, the thing is in china like all these private companies they're essentially owned by the government anyway all these like big company so you've got like, alibaba yeah <laughs> it's essentially owned by the government so like uh what's his name jack jack ma yeah <laughs> he will go to like big conferences with the government with all the business people there and the government will essentially tell them what their plan is yeah 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 and they have to be on board with it if not then the government is going to say all right your company's gone yeah they just shut them down okay yeah. them until they see until they uh, agree because <laughs> he kidnapped him and then he came back um but he's not come back the same person as he was when you went yeah because i think he was criticizing i don't really think what he said wasn't even that bad in like 
in our culture, if like Elon said that, it would just be like, all right, you just you just said some shit about the government. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But he said something. It wasn't even that bad. That he kidnapped him and then he came back praising the government. Supposedly. Yeah, him. supposedly kidnapped him. He, just went, he went missing. Went missing for a bit. <laughs> Straight after he said it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's come back not just not the same person as he left. Yeah. I think he might have been getting a bit too comfortable with his place in China. His... Yeah. I think he got too big for his boots. <laughs> for the uh, CCP went for him. So I know that um, TikTok, for example, was, well, it's come out, well, people are saying that it's, you, they're using it as a, as a weapon, a military weapon. Have you yeah. heard of this? Yeah. To like, because apparently the TikTok in China shows the Chinese, like teenagers and kids, mm. like positive stuff. So like engineering things, science stuff, like actually educates them. Whereas yeah. Yeah. promoting their the military as well, like showing how good it is to join the military. Yeah, I think so things that the Communist Party want their population to sort of adhere by and sort of understand. Whereas in the West, when you go on TikTok, it's just it's just junk. Junk, yeah. It's kind of like what we were saying before about reality TV and how it's not too much of it is not good for your like mental health. Yeah, like, yeah. I think the same with TikTok. Too much of it is not good for you. Like people can just be sat there scrolling on it for hours. Yeah, for literally hours, just yeah. junk after junk. Is that the small dopamine hit? I mean, it's a good. If it is a military weapon, like they say it is, um, then it's a fucking good. It's a good one because it's brainwashing people into just pure laziness yeah it's just yeah it's just it's the content's not even that good it's crap it's just uh easy watches it's just easy you just slide and then you just yeah but the algorithm keeps building on the crap that you that actually pings your dopamine so if you stay on something a few seconds longer than something else then the algorithm just keeps working in that way and imagine that you're on it for hours and hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours you get it the longer you're on it the better it is like the more addictive it's going to be for you because when people are on it like and i see them on it i ask them like oh, what was the first video you watched on it and they can't even remember yeah because you just sat there like just brainlessly scrolling through have you been on it have you used it i've never used it no i've used the uh, youtube shorts all right similar thing it's similar yeah but i don't when I'm on it, like I get, I get the ball after a bit. I don't think it's yeah. cut my uh, usage yet. You should try it though, TikTok. I, I've tried it and I don't use it at all anymore because it's just toxic. But you should give it a go and just see what you think, and then delete it off your phone. I think the thing is with YouTube Shorts because the YouTube videos I watch are like, so I've heard gym stuff or like Jordan Peterson. Some empowering. Yeah, or like Economics Explained or things like that, of Russell Brand. So yeah. it comes up with like more like the, the sh I know the short clips, but the, the quite deep comments that they're making. Mm. So there's only so much of that that like, you can sit through and just scroll through. Yeah, it's, like, a lot right. in, it's a lot of information to intake. Yeah, so like I'll go in it for like, 
couple of minutes, I'll watch a few of them. I'm like, all right, like, that's me done. Mm. I got a lot of uh, David Goggins on there. <laughs> he's funny. If I see him on there in the morning, like I'll watch it because he's like, he's a good guy to listen to. Like even though it's like a uh, thirty seconds in the morning, he's like. Makes you feel ready for the day. Yeah, gets you going in the morning. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. It's right. funny, David Goggins. I've not even listened to his um, audio book. I should listen. Yeah, to listen it. to it. It's good. You should listen to his. The guy is like just. He's got. I listened to him like a little bit, but I found him a bit too much. Yeah, he is, but I, that's why I kind of like him because he's. he's just I get, a, yeah, I do get why people like him. <laughs> But it was felt way a bit too much. But I know a lot, loads of people listen to listen to him. Uh, should we go for the next? Yeah, go on. As we were talking about China. Yeah, I put it up before, but we'll go again. All right, with this. So, as you know, there's be there's still lockdown still ongoing in China. I think it's been ongoing since the first of April. Um, What's weird about this? There's a couple of things that are weird. Uh, we'll t- we'll go. We'll show you the video last, but um, I'll just explain what's weird about it first. Is they're in lockdown, but the government have said that it's okay to uh, if you're in your place of work and the workplace is COVID-free, then you can stay and live at work and go to work in the factory. Um, so there's this MacBook factory in China where I'm not sure how long people were staying there for. Uh, but tension started to rise um, after the return from the dormitories on the 5th of May. So this was last week. Uh, if you want to play that video, Cam. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. I've not, well, I sent it today, but I thought you, you were going to bring this into today. So Can you hear that? Uh, no. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. This is everyone trying to escape the factory because they're uh, sick of literally living and working, living in the factory and working in the factory. Wait, so the people in white are workers the in the factory? The people in white are the... They're containing them. I think they're, yeah, they're, they're like the guards. Guards oh, is such a... So yeah, this is uh, one guy fighting oh. one of the uh, guys in a lab coat. This is... Um... You want to play it again? Yeah, so look at all those people. This is kind of horrifying. I'm guessing some of these people are off the factory floor as well in the white. It's the guys in the uh, hazmat suits are the ones. I'm not sure what's happened here. This guy's not in a hazmat suit. He looks like a worker. Looks like he's trying to stop him, though, but this guy just wants to go. Yeah. And he goes. But you can imagine, though, like, imagine just being... Living in the place you work, and all you're doing is working, going to sleep, working, going to sleep, working, going to sleep for... If it's been going on since the 1st of April, like, I feel like if this was happening here, then it would have kicked off. Yeah, the, the thing about the first week. 
if it was happening here rather than in China is um, we have faith in the other citizens, the rest of our population to say if we were stuck in a place, we would have faith in people outside of that place to fight and try and get us out. Yeah. Um, so let's say, for example, if I was stuck at my workplace because it was COVID free, but you was at home because your workplace had COVID in, you would think all of them groups of people that are at home would fight the cause to get these people out. Whereas in China, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I don't really see that happening. Yeah, there wouldn't be any protests no. outside the building because they're just shit scared of the government, so they're just yeah. by fear. Um, whereas here, it's a little bit more. They, I, I, don't, I feel like the government might know that um, if something like this was to happen, it would probably backfire badly on them. Yeah, well, it's sort of uh, backfiring now. I feel like. There's, there's only so much that people can take and I think because especially in China like they've been given this freedom they've been given like a lot of them have been taken out of poverty and living like a middle class life now yeah 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 so they're kind of used to like these freedoms um, as China's like opened up more towards the west they see more what western culture's like yeah so their way of thinking is a little bit more open-minded than maybe how it used to be 20 years ago. So they're probably less resilient to this kind of stuff as they would have been in the past. Yeah. 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 Something I don't know. I, it's, it seems a bit like slavery to me. Yeah. This, I've What's read somewhere that there's more slavery in the world now than there has been ever. Yeah. I read that. Oh, you might've told me about that. I don't think I mentioned it. I don't, I don't think I mentioned it to anyone because it, it's a bit of a dodge. Or did I listen to it on? Is that on Joe Rogan? Yeah, it says. Uh, so I'll share my screen here. It says that experts have calculated that roughly one in two hundred people is a slave. Modern slavery. 40.3 million individuals are currently caught in modern slavery. 71% of them being female and one in four of them being children. That's crazy. I don't know how, what class, what, what what's class as slavery, basically, yeah. Well, I think slavery is like being forced to work without being paid. Yeah. But I would say, I would say this is on the line of slavery, what's happening in China and I don't know if Apple have said anything about it, but surely they should be coming out of a comment. They must be. Well, they're going to be working with media team, the PR team and everything to try and yeah. fix this. Like, they're not just going to come out straight up. They're going to have to be prepared to say something, to just try and... They're constantly in the press about... Well, I remember when I was at college, we used to learn about how um, the Foxconn factories that make the iPhone... They used to have nets up outside the building because the working conditions were that bad that people just jump out the window and to kill mm. themselves. So they put nets up to stop people from yeah. right. Fucking That's hell. Absolutely mental. It says here this is what modern slavery is, so I'm just gonna get it up because um 
Bond slavery is defined as the recruitment, movement, harboring, or receiving of children, women, or men through the use of force, coercion, abuse of vulnerability, deception, or other means for the purpose of exploitation. So I guess from that definition, it is like these people are vulnerable people. They need the money. Yeah. And they're being forced to work, like live and work, live in their workplace and work there. Like it is a form of modern slavery. Yeah. So there's a difference between classic or traditional slavery than modern slavery because even in the UK, when they were heavy on the factories, you would live, a lot of the workers would live in the factories. Yeah, like uh, Cadbury's, they had like their own village, Bourneville yeah. Village or something it's called. But the only difference That's is they weren't forced to stay there at all. Yeah, if they wanted to leave, they could leave. But yeah. I think with what's going on in this factory, they can't leave because they're in lockdown. Yeah. So the government are forcing them to stay there, not the company. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which is completely different, actually. And then that's what... Well, that's like... Completely different to... So that's even more fucked up than slavery, in a sense, in tradition. Yeah, it's like government-backed slavery. Yeah. Hmm. So it's not about doing it either for, for no for free, basically working for free, it's just being exploited. So even when you, well, Apple are known for outsourcing their work for very, very low pay. Yeah. So that's a form of slavery. And then you get, yeah. So, well, it says women and children are the most, the highest statistically highest slaves at the moment. Children is a, it's all these like sweatshops and stuff, isn't it? Uh, Nike. Mm, Nike. All these big brands, Nike, Adidas, Primark. That's how we get our clothes so cheap. Yeah, yeah. Look at fucking Boohoo, for example. Yeah. That shit is cheap as, as anything. Um, like, oh, uh, I was talking to Emma about fast fashion the other day. And it's not like, it's not good. Like, people don't need clothes all the time like that. What do you mean by fast fashion? Well, fast fashion's like if they see Kim Kardashian wearing a dress, or Boohoo, or Misguided, or oh, and that's why they got Molly May right, like, pretty, pretty little thing. To yeah, they will. So they see her wearing like a D and G dress. They'll copy that dress, like and make it as fast as they can, so they can get it to market. So if say Kim Kardashian was at some big event, I don't know, like. I don't know what events they go to. Met Gala? Did she? Yeah, I think that was recent, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so she wore a dress there. They would copy that dress and get out as quick as they can. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. So then people have seen her in that dress. will look on a Pretty Little Thing or Miss Guide or whatever. Get it cheap. Buy that dress. Cheap. Very, very yeah, cheap. cheap. Yeah. It's all feeding um, this exploitation. It's all mass consumerism's just been fucking marketed to the West. Yeah. Uh, expense of these, at, ex, at the expense of exploiting these other countries, but just to feed the big cor corporations with, as long as we keep buying in the West, 
they're going to keep making money and they're going to keep exploiting. Um, the, even the more money they make, the more power they get, the more they're going to exploit. They're not going to start paying these people. Yeah, better. it's not. It's not going to stop. Like it's. I don't know. Even like take the modern day slavery stuff aside, just the fact like people are buying clothes for the sake of buying clothes. How many re- how much resources is that using just for the sake of mm. the dress that people are going to wear once or twice? And and that's what they do. Um, I know for a fact that Kate does that. She wear, she buys a dress. Oh, I can't wear that again. I already wore it. Yeah, I'm like it's just. I've been wearing the same shirt to events for the last 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Think about my shirt. Like, I've had one shirt. I can't remember what it must have been like. 21 when I bought it. Still wearing it now. <laughs> but then it's the same with, we go on holiday every year. I need to buy new clothes for the holiday. Whereas I've got my holiday shirts, which I just chuck in my suitcase yeah. every time I go. But that, like, that's just one person doing it. But my, everyone, like most, I would say the majority of people are doing that. That's shitloads of resources and fossil fuels to create the yeah. stuff as well. And yeah, I'm here recycling my fucking plastic bottles in the recycling bin. That's the thing, though. Like back in the day when people used to make clothes, they'll make good quality clothes. The might cost be more expensive, but it lasts longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, same, not just with clothes now, it's with, um, what do you call them, like washing machines and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, uh, white goods. White goods, yeah, or toast and stuff. And just, there's so much availability for cheap stuff, but it's just going to break and then you have to buy another one. Yeah, it's just like throwaway cheap stuff. Mm. Mm. Because people don't want to spend the extra money on something really good, that's going to last a lot more. Yeah. It's true. It's a, uh, and I think we're all guilty of it. Hmm. Oh, definitely. The, I wouldn't say I'm like, what's it called? Like, I'm not the best. Like, I, I do that shit as well. Yeah. 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 I try my best. Like, I think a bit like, uh, I try and think about stuff when I'm buying it. Like you have it in the back of your mind. Yeah. Like, is this going to last me or we'll have to buy it again? If I'm going to have yeah. to buy it again now, I'll just pay a bit more and get a better one. But then sometimes with some things, certain things, you just buy it and you think, oh, I'll just chuck it away and get a new one. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. And I guess you can use stuff in the sense that um, you buy something, you don't want to spend, say you, you want to buy something, a tool or some something for your, for your house, but you don't know if you actually need it or not, or well, I wouldn't even say need it if you, if you want it. So you buy a cheap one, see how it is. It's sort of like a demo. Yeah, and you're like fuck it, and then it breaks, and you're like fuck it. Was good that I really like these. I go through these like some. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So how much were they? Twenty five quid. Yeah, but I keep only because I keep losing them. Oh, you don't even break them, do you? you just lose them. I just lose them. I think yeah, I I think quite cheap as well. But... What's the point of me buying expensive ones? Because when I first was looking at getting them, I was looking at. Some Sony ones, they're like 150 quid. Yeah. I was thinking, all right, I might just invest in them and then I've got them. But then I thought, I'll just try them out first. I bought some cheaper ones, like 35 quid. Lost them. Bought some other ones, 35 quid. Lost them. Now I'm on my third pair in (laughs) two and a half years. So that's something completely different to what we talk about because you're losing them. Yeah, it's just me losing them. (laughs) Maybe if I spend more money on it, I'll take more cash. Oh, yeah. 
That's true. You don't want to risk that though. Yeah, no. With a bad track record. <laughs> so, but yeah, like it's just one of them things as well. Like you always want to up, like upgrade as well. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You upgrade things, and then what happens to the old thing? Like most of the time, you either just store it somewhere or just dash it, get rid of it. Yeah, I w- actually, I was reading something on. I'm not going to pull it up, but I'll just explain it. Um, with electronics and stuff, do you know how we have chip shortages and just all sorts of tech problems with um, materials and resources? Actually, I don't think that's going to help with the the China of all the employees just getting off like that. I don't think that's going to help with the delays of um, Apple products. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to delay it even more. <laughs> Um, but I was reading something saying the one of the most unrecycled things, so the thing that's recycled the least, is electronic parts. So if your hard drive breaks or if you just don't use a hard drive in a laptop, you just bin it and it just goes into the bin. It never even gets. Yeah. We should that should actually well, the amount of electronics households have nowadays. There should be somewhere. Well, there probably is somewhere, but it should be more promoted or more accessible to go and chuck your electronics away somewhere where they can get reused well i've also i was watching something about recycling and a lot of uh electronic waste isn't even recycled like you think it's being recycled but you just send it away to a different country and then what do they do with any other country they use it no just dump it some places set on fire fucking hell what so yeah have a look into that it's like there's a vice documentary i watch and there's an electrical waste farm uh waste not electrical waste farm electrical waste like dump um somewhere in africa i can't remember where it was but all the kids were like playing around on it it was it is insane what um, just like hard, hard drives and keyboards and stuff like that. yeah just crap like that <laughs> and then a lot of our stuff used to get sent to China, but China said they don't want it anymore because it's just junk. Because they're manufacturing their own, they're making a killing off that, aren't they? Yeah, and I think um, somewhere else in Southeast Asia are getting a lot of it now, where they're just setting it all on fire. Hmm. All right. So, oh yeah. Hmm. But it's something that I would probably look into a bit more it's just some i've seen like a couple of things about recycling that haven't oh. filled me with confidence about what they do with it yeah what's actually being done with it because in your head you've got rid of it in a Ethical environmentally way. friendly way mm. but has it really been <laughs> disposed of properly you could um i guess it's probably not a big money maker in recycling um, electronics, that's why it doesn't get done. If there was money in it, it'll be happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't even know if there's money in recycling other like bottles and stuff. That's just more of a regulation, is it? So the regulation needs to come in place. So then it goes to the government. Yeah, it is a weird one. Shall we? Yeah, get the next one. Immense.
Now this one, I'm on a bit of a um, meta hype because I've been doing some research in meta. Stay tuned. Um, the VR racket uses compressed air to simulate hitting a ball. Oh, let's turn that copyright shield. So use compressed air to just give you that little impact. Ah, oh, so it feels like you're actually hitting something. Yeah. And it, obviously it's really good for racket sports. Um, yeah. Imagine it with golf or something like that. And, yeah, that's pretty sick, actually. Um, but it just sort of shows... Like, just watching it gives you fills your head with uh, numerous ideas of what else yeah, it could be used for. Where else it could be used, yeah. Because, for example, if it's got this compressed air feature which sort of just gives you a bit of a i don't know just a bit of force imagine if you were driving in vr and it just used this compressed air just to push you forward a bit and then as you accelerate more compressed air goes forward and it just sort of yeah. i don't know how it would work but there's there's a few different things that can come from it so why is there a gas canister in there or something the article doesn't actually show anything. It just says no. a controller shoots out bursts of compressed air. I guess so. Compressed air means it's in a canister, doesn't it? it? Can simulate racket sports like tennis, badminton, and squash in virtual reality. Up to now, video games such as Wii Sports have used vibrations to give players a sense of hitting the ball in simulated versions of tennis. Are you going Which to get um, a time? Is it Switch Sport? Switch Sport. I don't have that on my Switch. Yeah, it's just, I think it came out last month. Oh, did it? Switch yeah. Sport. It's just like Wii Sports, but uh, on the Switch. Oh, yeah. It literally looks exactly like... Uh... Yeah. I think there's a couple more games on it. Uh, some sword fighting one. Uh, volleyball. I can see Nintendo doing well in the metaverse. They've got a metaverse vibe to them. There's no boxing on it, though. Isn't that why? Because I think people found a hack for boxing where you could just go... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the same hack was in tennis, though, wasn't it? Uh, was it? No, I think the tennis, like, you still have to... You could probably just flick it like that. There was a... But you still need a bit of timing with tennis, don't you? I don't think I'm ever going to find what I'm looking for here. Oh, no, please. Okay, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I think you still need a bit of timing, because when the ball comes back, then you got to... There was something where they, I remember seeing it just vividly in my head. So you've got the net in between and then the two players, but they were both there and they were like, bum, 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 bum. All right. they were just stuck jammed, just hitting. <laughs> but I guess that's still competing, isn't it? It's the first one to yeah. get tired. Of get tired, yeah. <laughs> Think you'll get it? Uh, I don't really use my Switch in a active manner. <laughs> no, you just use it as portable or on mm. the TV. With a gamepad. Yeah. Um, I got wait, Trivial Pursuit. I was playing Trivial Pursuit on it the other night. Four player. Oh, yeah. Is it hard? Um, it's one of them with the Trivial Pursuit. There. It's easier than the actual Trivial Pursuit because it's multiple choice answers. So some of them you can work out the answers. Um, but it just depends what comes up. Right? Like Sometimes it agrees with you and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just general knowledge, isn't it? That yeah, true pursuit, yeah. Alright. Right, you've sent me one, but I can't access it. Alright. 
I'm sure I'll send you as a guest thing. I'll send oh. you again. I can try to click the link that you sent me. Yeah, click on the link. Have you already clicked on it today? Yeah. All right, I'll send you again. Okay. Just I should have told you, really. Short art break. <laughs> if we had some. We could advertise it. Your advertisement here. Put that up <laughs> on the actual video when you edit it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't find it now. I feel like I'm under pressure, though. Shall I? Here you go. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. All right, I'll send you again on alternative. Uh, I sent you a guest link. You should log into uh, Jotting's FT. Oh, is that what you've got it on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got his FT details. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Welcome back, guys. Uh, here. Oh, one sec. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'll just have to do it on this one. Okay. It's your article. Right. So, uh, last week, the Bank of England increase their interest rates to the highest level since 2009, uh, 1%. Um, we've also warned of a UK recession this year. Uh, so I've, yeah, I thought I'd introduce, like, bring this article into it because I don't think we've spoken much about any economics or anything. No. So as you know, inflation is uh, through the roof at the moment. Um, as you can see, sliding to recession this year, uh, above 10%. What, what's really getting me a little bit annoyed is the fact that they're blaming, and it is a impact in inflation, but they're blaming, um, higher energy prices for the cause of inflation, but it's not just the higher energy prices. It's the facts, um, the Bank of England printed so much money during yeah. COVID that we're seeing inflation. So even if we had normal energy prices and the Ukraine war wasn't going on, we'll still be seeing inflation right now. Yeah. Um, I think from the top of my head, I think the government printed 25% of the money supply um, okay, no. of the UK's money supply in twenty. 20 which is, is insane not, is that not spoken about in this ft article now no no one the bank of england not mentioning it it's not being mentioned on any sort of media sources i've been reading i don't understand why it's sort of being hush hushed that is weird it's all just being put onto the energy prices and yeah so it's all just being put on the energy crisis which i think i don't know like the conspiracy theorist inside me feels like is there even an energy crisis or is it are they trying to hide something i think there is energy crisis but then it makes me quite sort of question the war like this is like high conspiracy theory stuff but like if there are like powers that be are they all communicating with each other 
because all the, every country's printed so much money. Mm. So have they communi- communicated with each other? Now everything's opened back up. Should we start a war where with the biggest energy suppliers in Europe and push to blame on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Questionable. Like, it's just a theory. Obviously, I'm not saying that's, that's what's happening and I don't want to take away from the fact that you people in Ukraine are dying and people in Russian soldiers are dying as well. Ukrainian soldiers, Ukrainian mm. civilians. Like, I don't want to take away from that. Like, I think it's horrible what's going on, but I'm just saying, like, all the powers that be, are they planning something? You just, you just never know. But um, anyway, I don't want to really go down the conspiracy theory route. Well, to be fair with you, I mean, the conspiracy route isn't all bad because the more I think about conspiracies than when I did in my, well, when I was younger and in my past, like, you just used to try and hunt for, like, the most crazy conspiracy theory you can. There's more of it for entertainment, like, wow. It's more of, like, um. It's more of just fiction. You get entertained by it. This is war, something that could be happening. And then there's a bit of like, but then as the internet's progressed, as we've all got older and started to think more, a lot of the conspiracies that we used to use as entertainment back then have either come out or you've sort of pushed into a direction where actually it probably isn't a conspiracy. It more than likely is true, just with the way everything's been going at the moment. So what I'm noticing is when you've got a conspiracy and it's sort of a multi-dimensional one where you've got loads of different sources from loads of different places that are all pointing the finger at one conspiracy, which is the powers that be, I think that's how you said yeah. it. Um, it's, to me, it's kind of inevitable that that is what's going on because there's that many things out there that point in that direction. And but a part of me, like, thinks, say, Putin and Biden were actually working together to build something for the, like, for the world. And all these other high power, power people in government, like billionaires, they're all working together. Surely, like, if you had a group of people, like, with that much power and control, they're not going to get along with each other as a group, as a collective. Yeah. Make everything work the way it's worked. Unless there's one power that is sort of managing all of these people, maybe. Or then you get conspiracy if you're talking about, like, a god or a, or a no, devil. That's not conspiracy, is it? It's, it's, it's just ideas, like, we're just throwing it out there. Like, you just... I feel like at the moment, there's so many questions that people have, but not, no one knows what the truth actually is. And I don't think any, anyone will ever know what the truth is, but I think it's good to think about what the truth could be and mm. just have a speculation. Like, it's just pure speculation. Like, I'm not saying I believe that there's one guy controlling all these powerful people. Well, I'm not saying that there's a group of powerful people. I'm just like, I just like to think about, would it actually be that like, could it actually, could it actually work? Yeah, that's actually true what you say there. But how? Or is it just a, just a series of events that just happened randomly? 
and mm. that's just the way the world is which can be highly likely as well but going back to the like this inflation stuff it just something smells just a bit fishy in my opinion like mm. maybe the press have, have found something to like hide the inflation and they're just using this and jumping on it and saying oh it's just the well, energy crisis it's nothing to do like they're not even mentioning the government printing money yeah so my question to that would be so you've got an energy crisis crisis that can end right the crisis can come to an end how do they i don't know if even anyone would know but how would they fix the issue of them printing was it 25 percent of the uk's cash flow they've yeah. printed so how do you uh, is there a way they can come back from that because uh, the way i'm looking at this is if they are hiding it then it's to give the public um hope that this can end and it can end steadily over time but it will still end but whereas have they actually fucked up that bad that there is no end and it's the recession is going to well, cock up it's pretty fucked because this has been going on since 2008 yeah money printing um i'm not sure how much money they've printed you could probably have a look at how much they printed usd say just type in how much money has the uh, federal reserve printed since 2008 and there'll be a graph and it's it's pretty shocking but the thing is with america it's a bit different because every country needs to have some reserve of usd to be able to buy oil yeah whatever they print gets spread out throughout the world so it doesn't really impact inflation as much in the home country because it'll only impact it if the money supply was in the us right right okay you get it yeah 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 um let me get this on so because they have the ability to spread out around the world inflation in their own nation does is not a massive deal mm. but with the uk uh no there should just be like a simple a more simple graph it'd be on, here. on like google images or something uh this might that's nice. gold price yeah just go on you oh, see see this go yeah you see this blue line m2 m2 yeah that's um what they called this uh what's the name of it quantitative quantitative easing it's called okay this is not really giving us a clear picture uh go on google images i'm sure yes yeah. some... money stock yeah so here this is it yeah. yeah 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 so if you see this is like 2008 came carried on printing printing and a big spike in 2011 printing 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 and a massive spike in 2020 fucking hell is that so from 2006 to 2020 there were uh, just of under would you say just under 7 billion yeah about US just a midway point there yeah now there are no sorry seven six seven seven, seven trillion so that'd be trillion then yeah would it yeah no or is it 70 trillion i don't know 
But anyway, since 2006, it's more than tripled. The money supply in the US has more than tripled. I think a billion, I think a trillion is a hundred billion. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Or is it a thousand so it's billion? Gone, it's a thousand billion, so this is, this is six trillion that is then. Yeah, so just over, just under seven trillion in 2006. Um, in 2020, it's 19 trillion. Yeah, a hundred billion, then you go to a trillion, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, multiplied by three times since 2006, which is fucking insane, to be fair. Um, they've printed, in 2020, they printed, well, since the 2020, they printed about four, four trillion USD. From here? Yeah. So that's from about five and a half, uh, 15 and a half, sorry. Yeah, so about 17. Yeah, 17. Oh, sorry, it's about, sorry, 2.5 two two trillion, yeah. or 1.5 trillion. That's insane how much they printed, and if you look at it on this chart, in, in from COVID. Yeah, and then no one's really mentioning that, it's the effect that this has on inflation. Mm. Yeah, that's what I found wild, that it's not, that Financial Times haven't covered it in this article. Mm. Hmm. Hey, that does need some looking into, though. Right, should we make this one our last one? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Give me a... Is this the uh, video? Yeah, this is yours, your video. Yeah. Are you, did you watch it? Or... No, no, no. I was saving it for this. this is, uh, I just thought it was pretty cool. So you can play it, you might as well play the whole, whole thing. One minute fifty. You might want to mute it. Is it just music? Yeah. So they're using this to, uh, as like Martin Rescue. And I think it said they can get to someone where it used to take them 45 minutes. They can get there in like five minutes or something. I think I've heard about this on something, you know. It might have been you, actually. No, I just saw it the other day. Oh, right. I told you, no. But it just looks insane, doesn't it? Jetpacks. Your jetpacks. Future. This is a sick way of uh, just maneuver, uh, transport anyway. Yeah. Imagine going on one of these and just uh, going around the lakes. So they're actually trialing this. In uh, the lake district. Lake district, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that, I wonder how long these things last for. Yeah, I'm not sure. He must have some fuel in his backpack. Yeah. Because um, I think they said the jet engines, a thousand brake horsepower. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's for, to thrust him in the air though. So. Yeah. So he must be holding some kind of jet fuel in the back. Must have to go um, do some decent training for this. Yeah, definitely. 
Imagine going to rescue someone and then you crash into the you know that they're stuck on. <laughs> oh, he's doing a practice here. Yeah, the, look, casual sea located in ninth, within ninety, 90 seconds. seconds. And I guess that you just chuck the backpack on and pew, you've gone. Whereas um, yeah. in the in the, with the helicopter, they've got a comments are turned off. Yeah, they got to like pick them up, take them to hospital or wherever, and treat them there. Or treat him on the helicopter. Oh, sorry, I've clicked on something here. Why you'd put um, this out three years ago? Oh, this is from a while ago. Yeah, September. Thingy, is gravity is this company, right? Yeah, they put it out yeah. three years ago. Why? So it must be in operation now, then. Yeah, well, the, yeah, they're testing this out in a Lake District now for a mountain rescue. Oh, I just came across it the other day, and thought it'd be interesting. I've never seen it before. That gravity company. I swear they do something else. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, flight. Do you, I think you can do. Right, this is their website here. Making human flight a reality. Racing. Yo, what? God, that's sick. That's dangerous, that one. I guess. It's not as dangerous as any other sport, though, really, is it? Like. Scroll down, let's see this video. Ah, so... Did you reckon a race around the track? <laughs> it was on the track then, wasn't he? You can race anywhere. You could race anywhere, yeah. <laughs> Imagine having one of these. Wonder how much they cost. Flight training. Oh, experiences. Yeah, click on take it on. Two grand for the experience. That's a lot of money for this. Two grand for the experience. Those jetpacks must cost like 100 grand more. <laughs> you have to take out some mad insurance for this. How do Martin rescue team afford in these jetpacks? Or uh, you can order it on Amazon. What? You can order it on Amazon. Can you? Yeah. Share the screen again. On the website. Yeah. Scroll up. Top. Order on Amazon. Right. Yeah, I've just got this bar covering it. I oh, see. So you can't click on it. No, I can't. I've it. Oh. <laughs> they proper others in the first half. Huh? What the? Oh, it's the book here. All oh, right. I just saw it on Amazon. I was thinking. I, I couldn't see it because I've got the screen share bar in the way. That's well. Get one delivered next day. Imagine. <laughs> I'd come back to Preston on one of them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the gas would last that long, would it? No, probably not. All right. All right. We, I think we've been on for about an hour 40, I reckon. Hour 40. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. See you later. Yeah. See you later, guys. See you next Thanks week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>